Hi, this is Linda. This is What Does Life Expect From You podcast. Remember, what does life expect from you? Life expects a lot from each of us. Staying healthy is easier than getting healthy. Staying healthy is easier than getting healthy. What is your protocol for staying healthy? I have a protocol. This podcast will help you stay healthy because I talk about what foods work best for your blood type, what characteristics you have because of the day you were born, the environment in which you live, the lifestyle you have. How do you want to die? If you have a daily protocol for staying healthy, you will die of old age and not of disease. That is my wish for you and for myself. Staying healthier is easier than getting healthy. Learn the things that will keep you healthy. Do not buy items in plastic wrapped. Do not buy items that are canned or boxed. And I know those things are hard because I, I buy some myself, but I'm very careful about it. I read the ingredients. I read what brand it is. If it's a brand that cares about its customers or if it's just trying to sell a product, know those things. There are some, and we, buy, we all buy more than necessary, but try to limit the man-made products because those companies want a long shelf life and have a lot of preservatives in them. This podcast wants you to be healthy, wants you to die healthy, have a protocol, get a protocol. I've had a protocol for the last 15 to 20 years. I, I have detoxed over these years. I, I have used Essiac tea, which I try to do once a year. I used to do it twice a year. It is a three-week detox. And I use juice. I charred. I use chard. It's a dark green vegetable in the produce. It's very good. And it's a little bit tastier, good taste than kale when I juice kale. And then I add turmeric each time with olive oil and ground black pepper. That is so that it gets the turmeric throughout my body. I'm trying to make my cells and my body happy with what I put into it. Yes, at times I go over to the dark side, to the bad side of foods, and do the chips and sugar things, but always go back to my protocol and always try to get back on my schedule of the protocol. I buy Irish gold butter. I am sure there's American-made butter from cow's milk, but I have been using Irish gold butter for years and just prefer it. Do not use margarine or butter made by the bad companies. You know those bad companies. You will find the bad companies and you, you will make that choice. So on today's topics to help you build your protocol for staying healthy. Today, the first topic you will hear about is five mistakes most people make when they get diagnosed with cancer. From This is from naturalnews.com. Mike always has such good articles and does so much wonderful research. There are a lot of things you might do when you are diagnosed with cancer. 
I've never been diagnosed, so I don't know, but this sounds very, very good to me. You worry incessantly. You research nonstop. You talk to family and friends and probably do your fair share of crying. Those all sound very natural, like very natural things that if you would hear that you have cancer. However, there are several things you should be careful not to do when you are first diagnosed if you want to give yourself a finding chance of beating this illness. These are inspired by Juicing for Health. Here is a list of five of the top mistakes people make immediately after getting a cancer diagnosis. Going directly into mainstream treatment. Sticking to just one protocol. Ignoring the importance of diet. Failing to detox. Overlooking emotional, mental, and spiritual healing. Such wonderful five things each of need to add to our protocol for staying healthy and getting healthy as we age. One of the items to put into your protocol is yoga. It is extremely powerful and has been shown in studies to help emotionally as well as physically, making it very valuable tool in your cancer fight. Yoga can reduce your fatigue your inflammation, your depression, anxiety, and pain. It is always good and widens our box. I call our brain, you know, we need to widen the box that we live in mentally when we learn new things on how to stay healthy. Today is August 12th. If you were born on this day, you are a Leo who likes to be in control of things. Most people have two choices. Do it your way, do it your way. Truth, to, truth, be told, truth be told, there is no better person to have organized your next wedding than the lion born on this day. You love to creatively implement your own visions and to pull people together for a fun evening out. Generally, you are popular and a social cat, sociable cat. They love your vibrant personality so much. You are an excellent leader and know how to delegate jobs to fit people and their skills and needs. You have a generous nature, but you would not like it if people were to take advantage of you. You are private, but carry a sense of pride. You take risks, but are like not going to make any hasty decisions when it comes to possibly throwing away money. You are generous to say the least with your love and time. You can be controlling and sometimes forceful. These are all great qualities. You will do almost anything if it will keep you from being bored. When you find a job you love, you will stick to it. Also on today's What Does Life Expect From You podcast, I'm going to talk about The Science of Mind by Ernest Holmes. Dr. Murphy's books are along the same lines as Ernest Holmes, that there is a def definitive law in the universe which we link to through our thoughts. How to apply this spiritual law to everyday life? I love these books, and 
the enlightened souls that share them with us. It's about mental awareness, knowing that our mind is infinite. That is mind-blowing when people think about it. I think about uh, Christopher Hitchens and not believing, uh, being an atheist. I just can't get, that's almost mind-blowing to me that he would be an atheist and not knowing that our mind is infinite and much more beyond. I have the above books, and it means so much to me in my daily walk. But I also have Mr. Holmes' book, 365 Science of Mind, A Year of Daily Wisdom, that I'm giving to the special people in my life so that they can enjoy these daily spiritual infinite wisdoms that Ernest Holmes have, has written years ago. Dr. Diamato has an article that I will talk about today. And you need to go to drdiamatos.com to read a lot of his blood, about his blood type diets and things. But he always has interesting articles. And today we're going to talk about fingertips. The ability to predict disease may be at your fingertips. Fingerprints are not just that for identification anymore. Studies have determined that your fingerprint patterns may hold clues to revealing potential health threats, including Alzheimer's disease and rheumatoid arthritis. This is, I'm going to read now the history of your fingertips. When you were just a tiny fetus, you did not have fingertips. Instead, you had volar pads, V-O-L-A-R pads, which continued to grow until the end of your first trimester. They then began to shrink, and the bones that became your fingers were covered in flesh marked by a unique raised area that turned into fully formed fingerprints by your 21st week. As a result, every major event between week 6 and week 21 of your fetal life left is a mark in your unique pattern of loops, whorls, and arches. Whorls is spelled W-H-O-R-L-S. These all are on the end of your fingertips. Those fingerprint patterns correlate to the amount of hormones, environmental factors, and nutrients that you were exposed to in utero, utero, in utero and the decisions that your genes made for your developing body. By looking at your fingerprints, you can infer what diet and environmental factors came into play and what epigenetic decisions were made that steered you towards your current genotype. There are three basic fingerprint classification patterns, arches, loops, and whorls. People generally have a mixture of pattern types on their fingertips, with some symmetry between the left and the right hands. Loops occur 60 to 70 percent of finger of fingerprint patterns. Whorls are seen in about 25 to 35 percent, and arches are the most unusual, found in 5 to 7 percent of the population. 
because they are they are such a good record of your prenatal life, fingerprints are an important clue to your genotype and to the disorders that correlate with it. Over time, we will continue on this fingerprint trail between the loops and Alzheimer's disease, whorls and breast cancers. There's so much to discover, and you will find out so much that you don't find from other sources. Only here at What Does Life Expect From You? For several years, we're going on now to talk about spirulina and how good it is for your body. For several years, I purchased the spirulina from Australia, spirulina. It was the best in the world, and I want you to be able to know how to order it because you cannot, I looked for years to get organic spirulina here in the United States, and there's no such thing. I went to, I ordered mine from Australian spirulina. It's on the web, on the internet. For several years, I purchased this spirulina because it was the best in the world. Pure, tested, and the best I could buy. I remember years ago, I bought two orders. And those two orders lasted me five years. Um, each order was enough for a little bit over two years. I got the powdered bag and would order four of the 1,000 grams at $150 each and then pay airfare, which I believe was about $75 at that time. So for about five years, I took this product, and I believe it was a wonderful investment for my health and my protocol. I may go back to this wonderful product, but if you're going to buy spirulina, this is the only brand I would buy because of the testing and the war awards it has gotten. I looked for organic spirulina in America and could not find any that was organic and as pure as I wanted for my body. This is Australian. This is from the Australian Spirulina website. This is what is spirulina. Spirulina is 100% natural and highly nutritious nutritious micro salt water plant. It was discovered in South America and Africa in natural alkaline lakes. The spiral-shaped algae is a rich food source. For a long time, like centuries, these algae has constituted a significant part of the diet of many con communities. Since the 1970s, spirulina has been well-known and widely used as a dietary supplement in some countries. There are four major conditions for growing spirulina. Tropical weather, strong sunshine, pure water resource, pollution-free environment. If you are going to use spirulina in your protocol, only buy from the Australian Spirulina website. What is your protocol? Staying healthy is easier than getting healthy. Remember that. Get your protocol. This is, this is the podcast for today. What does life expect from you? It expects a lot. And so I want you to be healthy and healthy all, while you're aging forever. Thank you very much. Talk with you next week.